for racing but red light for fans. Join us as we discuss the upcoming Donington Park weekend. Hello ladies and gentlemen, motorsport fans across the UK. Um, we were supposed to be off to Donington this weekend, which the touring car package still is, I'm glad to say. However, us as fans won't be. Um, and it's quite disappointing on my my case. Yeah, so about 24 hours ago we had the news through that uh, following governmental advice uh, the British Touring Cars was not to go ahead of spectators this weekend. Uh, so I've been told that on the Wednesday ahead of the race beginning effectively on the Fridays when people yep. will, be, will be getting there. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll be watching on telly this weekend rather than trackside which is a very disappointing to say the least. If you'd asked me this time yesterday, or just before this time yesterday how I was, I'd say well. Now yeah. I'd say I need to find my gut as it's come out somewhere. Yeah, unfortunately, I was hoping to go to both days, um, and you were hoping to join me on the Sunday. Yep. Um, but from what's been announced, you'll now be joining me in my living room, and um, we'll be watching it together. So yeah, until the news came out yesterday, I was very excited for the prospect of the weekend ahead, uh, and now it's a little flat for me. Yeah, I mean, ITV always do a fantastic job oh, with the yeah. coverage, but yeah, they they do a great job, but they can't get the smell of the pit lane through. No. They can't get the the noise through properly on the telly because it doesn't do it just on the telly, just how loud the pops are, etc. Um, I'd say I've got no doubt that Steve Ryder and the gang will do a fantastic job for us on the Sunday, and will um, take mm. us through the day's action really, really well. And I'm looking forward to watching a full day of racing. I believe once again, ITV have got the full day booked out. Yes. So we'll see a lot of the support racing as well, which is always good. The only downside to the weekend is that it's British summertime and there's no rain scheduled. Yeah, well, I, I think that the touring car grid will be glad of that. Just to ease them in a bit easier. Yeah. Um, they had a bit of rain at the tyre test, so they'll probably be expecting that. They haven't had that much dry running this year. No, that's true. Um, so I reckon it could throw up a few surprises. It'll be interesting to see how the ITV crew do with the whole socially distanced thing and whether we get a grid walk with Louise, yeah. whether we get Paul O'Neill on the grid and stuff like that, it'll be interesting to see how the dynamics change and how it's presented to us. I imagine they'll go down the football route of having the interviewee a foot or so away behind some form of screen yeah. and then they won't be able to hear properly and just like yeah. the uh, football ones and you'll look at and the, the F1. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wonder, I wonder how podiums are going to be done. Well, hopefully not with the robotic arm that F1 have tried to bring in. <laughs> um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the weekend goes ahead. Very much looking forward to the racing, though. Um, I'm also very interested to see how the driver's going to go, because I don't believe, if I'm wrong, the same kind of testing as in Formula 1 and uh, football is being done, i.e. everyone in Formula 1's tested twice, mm. everyone in football's tested or has been tested twice, and therefore... Whilst they're supposed to socially distant, the fact that they are together in close proximity doesn't matter as such because they all know they're clean. I'm not sure the touring cars are doing the same thing because a lot of these people have jobs in the week and stuff like that. Yep, a lot of people come from different parts of the UK and, mm. and everyone colliding at Donington on Saturday, Sunday and Friday night, it'll be interesting to see whether teams go more down the route of F1 with everyone wearing face masks. Yeah, I think they will have to. Um, rather than football where 
only a certain select few seem to be wearing face marks. Don't ask about that. Um, so it will be interesting, yeah, to see how the teams have been advised on that and how they proceed with it. How long until Addison makes some form of joke about contact and that not being very socially distant? <laughs> oh, yeah, probably... Uh, First corner? <laughs> yeah, first corner. Certainly by the end of the crane of curves, that line will be in there with, you know, oh, he wasn't very socially distant there. <laughs> yeah, right, getting into it. Qualifying on Saturday. Yep. Um, first time that they will have driven the cars in anger in good dry conditions since probably all the way back at media day. Yeah, and I've got one question. So is it going to be too hot? Well, yeah, from... The temperatures that we're expecting tomorrow, this is being recorded on Thursday, we're expecting early 30s tomorrow. Yep. Whether that temperature will carry on into Saturday, it's certainly meant to be a little bit cooler on Sunday, meant to be in the low 20s, which yes. I think the drivers will appreciate because it gets bloody hot in that cockpit. Yep. Um, yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see how they adapt. I think there'll be a hell of a lot of running in qualifying as well, um, just for people to get used to it, get their eye in. Um, well, I'm just looking at the weather forecast in front of me now for Derby, which is the closest city to yep. Donington Park. It's due to rain on Saturday. Ooh, interesting. So that's changed fairly recently. Yeah. I mean, never go too much by what's on an Apple phone for weather <laughs> because the weather does change. But it's supposed to be at the moment 21 but wet, with Sunday being 20 but dry. Ooh, interesting. But cloudy, which will probably give a couple of extra degrees to the track as well. So that, that could... That could really mean that people will be looking to get their lap in at the driest. Yeah. Maybe at, at the beginning or right at the end. So we could see a lot of changes throughout qualifying. People jumping up the, the leaderboard as well. Yeah. Something we've also got to remember at Donington is track limits. Yeah. Certainly down at the old hairpin. Yes. Um, yep. And going into the first corner at Redgate. Okay. They love to run wide out of there. And the final S's. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see how many people lose their times and how many people have to go again and if they've missed the chance to go again we could have some big hitters starting back in the pack which is where the incidents happen if it's wet who do you expect to see come out on top in qualifying and we've seen the track Ooh. separated by half a second at points but if we're talking um, wet weather conditions or even damp conditions who are you expecting to come to the fore Camish okay yeah after how he performed at the last race of the season at brands in those wet conditions in those changing challenging conditions he seems to have the better touch of the drivers um certainly in those top teams yeah um oh i can think of two others that would that would be up there for me i think tom ash Ash sutton is one he's excellent in the wet um, and then, yeah, Tom Ingram in the way is is very good as well. Yeah, the on, the only thing I'd say about Ash is that car is unproven with him in it so far. But the rain could be the level that he needs to get it to the front early on. Yes, most certainly. Um, um, it'll be interesting to see how that car does in the rain. Yeah, so this is a very strong track for Tom Ingram as well. Yes. Uh, he proved that last year in the Corolla, taking the win uh, in race number six, round number three of the day. Yep. And he was fairly you know, good in the other two races as well, strong finishes. Mm. We could see an early win, I think, this weekend for him. In, in dry or wet because he is so good in both yeah most certainly yeah. especially if that if that Corolla is tuned in and on point if they pick up the setup from where they had last season yeah because that was his only real Achilles heel last year his qualifying wasn't perfect wasn't, no. it wasn't terrible but it wasn't great either it was sort of you know mixed it was, yeah. you know whereas if he's now got the data and a little bit of rain as well I expect that car to be very well suited to Donington again 
Do you, so of the top hitters that we expect to be up there in maybe the top five, top eight, who do you see that could struggle? Uh, are we talking in the wet or are we talking in the dry? Either. Because if you don't get a good... If we're having high lots of running and qualifying, you're going to struggle to find a space on track. Yeah. I think that if it's raining, you might see people like Crease in a new car that's very, very fast struggle. Yeah. Um, because he's going to take a while to get to grips with that car in race conditions and in qualifying conditions. The tests mm-hmm. are all well and good, but quality and actual race is a bigger completely different kettle yeah, of fish. Yeah, I, th- I think most of the pre-season tests that BTC Racing have done as well have been out in Spain. Yeah. Uh, so they've had pretty good dry conditions out there. So I think if it's rain increase, might struggle. I think if it's dry, I don't know, I've got a feeling the Beamers might struggle a little bit. Well, I, in the dry? Yeah, I do. They okay. Were, they were strongish here last year, but I think this is a circuit that suits... Uh, generally a hatchback star. I know Turkey did quite well there last year uh, but Oliphant didn't and you look at the cars that did do fairly well there last year they are Civics Civics (laughs) well yeah on the whole Civics uh, Butcher did well Cook did well after a poor first race Camish did well Uh, Ingram did very well over the weekend I mean Plato did well look at that in qualifying from last season we have five of the FK8 Civics in the top eight yeah exactly so I think this is a circuit that Generally, it's not a power circuit as such. No. I think that it is more down to aero and stuff like that. And I think as such, the the hatchback in particular, the Civic and the Corolla, will do well here. Um, and everyone's expecting BMW to do well. Yeah. And I think that that could be slightly problematic as well. Okay, then. What's your prediction? Who's going to grab pole on Saturday? Oh, I mean, pick a name out of a hat. I mean, <laughs> who's going to grab pole? If it rains, well, if it rains, it's Ash Sutton in, okay. the, in that car. And I. Oh yeah, that's yep. what I think. Because he just in the rain, he gets something else, another level out of that those cars. Look at Brands Hatch last year where he took the win. Yeah, that car was awful. And he still <laughs> managed to wrestle it to the front in the rain. So yep. yeah, in if it's that and in the dry. Oh, I think it will be a Civic, and I think it will be Tom Chilton. Oh okay, I'm going for Camish in either condition. Okay, um, because I think that will be the possibly quickest car this season and I also think Camish will adjust to the situation better. I'd also say don't roll out Matt Neal and dry because he is a very good driver on Donaldson Park. Yeah. It's one of his preferred circuits I think it's fair to say and he's had a good level of results here over the years so yeah. Um, as for the racing well I think that the qualifying will dictate a lot of that obviously Yep. Um, but I mean it's so hard to try and predict who's going to do well over the races. I think that I said before, a hatchback is going to do well. Yeah. Um, do you think anyone's going to struggle this this round? Yeah, so I think the Davidsons in particular are going to struggle. I think we might see Gornell uh, and Bootle, uh, who we'll talk, come to a bit later on, yep. struggle initially, certainly in qualifying, perhaps in rounds one and two, and getting more of a grip in round three. Whilst they've both got impressive CVs, we saw last year with Blundell, you can have a very impressive CV, but struggling race conditions. and. Yep. British touring car racing conditions are unlike any others so I think they might struggle um, other than that I think Moffat might struggle as well um, he's done fairly well at Donington through his career but I think a lot's going to depend on where he gets that car on the grid mm. uh, in qualifying um, other than that I don't see any obvious strugglers do you think we'll see any big accidents like we did last year remember this was the track where Andrew Jordan had that huge smash at the old air 
old hairpin and uh, kept him out for race two and three. There will be a big incident. There always is down the crater curves into yeah. the old hairpin. In one of the rounds, there'll be a big incident. Um, I hope it's nothing too, as serious as last year because Miracle mm. nobody actually got hurt because during the yeah. level of incident, and obviously, and that ruined Andrew's title championship yeah. as it turns out. It certainly did. Um, so I think we'll see accents we always do. I mean, who can forget Plato rolling it out of the old <laughs> in the Chevrolet? I still I can't remember how how he got that far away from the track. I think it was brake failure, but I mean, yeah. yeah. I, also, like, he came back the next weekend with delivery upside down, which is quite funny. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's an it is a track that does attract uh, instant always into the final chicane as well. The yep. shed and cut it. Uh, yeah. Turkington. yeah, how many laps of the bollards going to last or the set of tyres that's going to be on the inside of the chicane so you can't cut it? Well, last time they put a big padding, a big wad of padding. So, yeah, yeah that could be interesting. <laughs> that's going to end up in the middle of the track and there's going to be a safety cut. Oh, absolutely. That's a prediction that's of a, mine. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's evens. I think if we're going to go for a surprise of the weekend, who do you think might surprise us? I've got one in mind. Rory Butcher. Good or bad surprise? Good surprise. Okay. Um, I think... That motor, the motor-based Ford has shown decent pace in testing. In his um, hands, yes. In his hands. However, we don't know how proven the car is yet because it is a brand new car to the team and to him mm-hmm. for this season. But I think he will probably qualify inside the top ten. Okay. Um, and I think he'll be very pleased if he finishes inside the top eight for one of the races. Okay. I've got two. Go on then. Jake Hill will win a race. Yep. And I also think that Hyundai will get a podium this weekend as well. Ooh, I do. That's bold. That is bold. I think it's Why? a track. That, I think it's a track that will suit them. I think that this car will hook up well at this track. There's certain tracks where I don't think it is going to work very well. Uh, early suggestions are that it's not going to have the power for someone like Thruxton. Yeah. Some of the other cars have. Named <laughs> BMW. It will be interesting to see after how long the uh, boost gets turned up or turned down on that. Because yeah. it may be a case of the boost is turned up to a level where they think it's competitive, but it's actually really fast. Yeah. And I wonder whether we might see that, like we had with the BMW at the start of last season. And Subaru before that. So exactly. that's, that's why I think it might get lucky, not lucky, but I think that we might see it at its strongest this weekend in terms of the power and stuff. Um, and also the pressure's off to a degree to them. Oh, yeah. And both Chris Smiley and Proctor are capable drivers they've both yep. been on the podium before so I think they might sneak in race 3 a podium ok then who do you think is going to have a bad weekend I'm still not sold that Cambridge is going to have a good weekend he's okay. struggled here a little bit last year in that car yeah and I just don't I'm still not convinced mindset wise I hope he comes back and proves me wrong <laughs> I, I know I know. I banged on about it in this the full season preview pod I'm not sure where he's going to be mentally yeah. uh, coming into this, particularly if BMW outqualify him as well. Is that is that like oh here we go again? I don't I don't know. I'm not an elite sportsman, as it's obvious. I I think he'll probably be fairly used to BMW maybe outqualifying him. Certainly in the opening round of the season, where no one's carrying mm-hmm. ballast or anything like that, and I think he'll go okay, fair enough. If they've got a quicker car on pace, okay, but in race pace. I think it might be a different story. Possibly. Or will he look at the fact that he didn't really come alive until the second half of last year is what cost the championship and try and go health level from the start yeah. and get into more instance. Now, I don't think he will because I don't think he's that kind of driver. No, I think he's far too sensible. But a lot depends where he puts it in the qualifying as well yep. to where he's going to be ending up. I think that he might struggle. I've also got a sneaking suspicion um, that Osborne is going to be really badly outshone by Hill this weekend. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I think I, he's going to struggle. He was one of my picks. The other pick of mine was Bobby Thompson. Oh, okay. I think Bobby might struggle to get used to the car. Um, obviously, a brand new car for him, that Audi S3, into a new team. But yeah, I think he might struggle, and it might be a case of he'll be fighting with Gornal, who is brand new to the championship. Yeah, it's not the easiest track to start off with with people trying to learn the car. You know, no. Brand, Brands is, I mean, no track's easy, but Brands is a little bit easier than yeah. the circuit where they start off with because. They do so many laps of it in such a short time, you get yeah. so used to the car, whereas Donington is one of the longer tracks. And technical tracks, there's a lot of difficult yeah. corners with changing elevations, changing camber. camber. Yeah. So I think that anyone in a car they're not used to is going to struggle, particularly those who haven't raced a lot. Osborne is one of those people <laughs> who's not raced a lot. How many how, how many of the rounds is Neat going to finish? <laughs> Do you know what? I think we might be surprised by Neat because expectation okay. is so low that I think actually we might be surprised by him. You know, I had to think for Jelly last season. You think it's going to be? I, I think it's going to be Neat this season. Oh, you, I always forget Jelly's on the grid. <laughs> yeah, I know. He get, he goes under the radar unless he's caused or been in an accident or got a, a podium or yeah, true. Sort of you know, much of a muchness, but. Yeah, I think that that's, it's going to be an interesting opening round. I think it's so difficult to try and gauge who's going to be strong and who's not after such a long off-season. Yeah. I mean, BMW will be strong because it's BMW. You yeah. expect Honda to be strong because it's Honda. Other than that, I think it's I think it's a real shame that PMR aren't here because I think this mm. has been a circuit they would have done well at as well. Yeah. With, with Plato and Jackson, who have both gone well at Donington in the past too. I'm going to ask you a final prediction then. Go on then. Who do you think will come out of the first three rounds leading the championship? Who's going to have a generally good weekend in the points? Tom Ingram. I mean, Tom Ingram. Yeah, the car's yeah. good here. The car, he's good here. The car's good here. And he's sensible enough not to get into any scrapes. So okay. I think he'll he'll come out of it leading. But I don't think it'll be a big lead. I think yeah, you know, I don't think anyone's going to dominate. A couple of points. Yeah, I don't think he's going to dominate this weekend. Yeah. You know. Yeah, nor do I. Um, I think... If there are changeable conditions, it's going to throw qualifying out the, out the window, yeah. um, and it will be people fighting back through the field. Uh, I think it's a case of keeping out of incidents this this weekend um, and just taking your chances where you can safely get them. Final prediction. Go on then. Who's your three race winners? Which is a bit of a pick three Jeez. names, but we'll see how we get on. Camish uh, from mm-hmm. Pole in race one. Okay. Um, followed by. Josh Cook in race two. Okay. And then a reverse grid win for Matt Neal. Okay. I'm going to go Ingram, race one. Yep. Jake Hill, race two. And Chilton, who have a fairly dull race two, will get a reverse grid and yep. win race three, is my prediction. Okay. And I still think Chilton's going to win the championship this year. <laughs> I still think it. Fair enough. Um, well, actually, you might as well do another prediction while I'm here because yeah. I need to change a prediction. Yeah, go on then. So, we can link this really well. It almost sounds professional. I know. So, Dan Robottom has unfortunately pulled out of the series. Uh, yeah. If you'd listened to my preview pod last week, he was going to be my surprise of the season. Well, he has surprised us by not Huge surprise. Yeah, by not participating. So, I need to change that. Um, the decision has been... Uh, as you'd expect, primarily due to COVID-19 yep. uh, and Cataclean as a sponsor, not seeing it as a viable... No, a financially viable situation. Um, they're always going to struggle, especially with possibly fewer promotion tents, especially this weekend with no spectators. There won't be any. I would doubt um, there be spectators at Brands either a week later. Yeah, uh, so Cataclean have taken the decision almost out of his hands and pulled that sponsorship, which means he won't have the funding to be running this season. Yeah. 
Um, but on the contrary to that, it's given another driver a chance. Um, yep. And Carlo, Triple R, whatever their name is. They're the RCIB Insurance Auto Aid of last season, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, this year? They're the name for now. Um, they have brought in a fairly qualified GT racer yep. in Jack Boutel. Um, probably a driver that not many of you will have heard of. We certainly hadn't of. No, the name rang a vague bell, but I certainly yeah. wouldn't be able to reel off um, any stats for you. Um, so, as we said, been a GT racer for a little while now. He's done LMP3, LMP4 stuff. Uh, been out in Dubai. He's part of the Aston Martin Driver Academy. Um, and he's got a long-term sponsor in Lucas Batteries. Yeah. He's who all, he's bought with him. Yep, he's also raced under the Sicily banner before, which is yes. the link to uh, Sicily, Morgan, and uh, colleague Fairbrother, who he's raced the Lamborghini with. Uh, and he's obviously impressed Sicily during these meetings. Uh, so he will be on board for the season. Mm. be interesting how he gets on. Mm. Again, another kettle of fish uh, driving the touring cars. So be, yeah, I think he might struggle initially, and perhaps the second half of the year wears on. He'll uh, improve. We are waiting for a row bottom statement uh, at the time of recording. That hasn't come out, or we've certainly not seen it come out at this no. point. Uh, that will probably give some more information as to some of the, bit, the bits and pieces behind why that decision has been made. Yep. Um, I don't think we'll see the full grid finish the championship either, unfortunately. I think this will no. unfortunately become more and more common as the weeks wear on. Yeah, as, as the races go on, especially if people are to have unfortunate big accidents. Yeah. Um, and prices start to go up in repair fees and stuff like that. Um, then some drivers may not be able to finish the season, unfortunately. Which I mean, is a shame. Yeah, the robot ones is surprised. Obviously, they've got three big backers in yes. car loop. Okay, Sicily have cut some of the ties, but they, I, I believe they're still there in the background. And obviously, he had Cataclysm. So there's three and Mac tools from Adam yeah. Morgan's side yeah. who were paying into the car. So there's some big sponsorship names there. I did wonder when he went before I read on the article whether Jade Edwards was going to get the seat, but mm. that obviously hasn't come to fruition. Mate. I wonder if she'll get a guest driver, Power Max, as one of the guest drivers for the yeah, year. Yeah, she could possibly. very well do. Um, so I need to change my Adam, uh, sorry, my Robotum prediction, as that was going to be the surprise of the season. So who's your new surprise of the season then? Um. <laughs> yeah, this is the issue. It's I, difficult, isn't it? It is difficult. <laughs> Which of the drivers that's going to finish the season is going to be your surprise of the season? Do you know what? I'm wondering if I go bold. We like it when I go bold. Yeah, I mean, I've gone bold, mate. I, I went for Jake Hill last seat, last pod to be independent champion, didn't I? Yeah, and do you know what? I'm thinking along the same lines, which is quite boring, which is why I'm not going to go for it. But I was thinking, I think Jake Hill might even finish top five of the overall standings. Okay. I'm gonna go. Is that the that. prediction? Yeah, I think he's okay. gonna. I think he's gonna really surprise this year. I mean, he had such a strong season last year. Yep. Uh, I think he's only gonna build that with Blundell behind the scenes helping that bit more and having and a, the more and time. And a better car. Better car. Uh, Blundell, it will have a lot more to offer behind the scenes that you won't necessarily see or hear, but he'll be there. Yep. So yeah, do you know what? I think this is again his best chance to date of having a real crack at this. Yep. So why not? Okay. Why not? Fair enough then. Uh, that's not the only news that we've had this week. No, exciting news. Yeah, very exciting news. Um, what was it? Two p.m. on Tuesday, I believe. Or was it where I can't remember the days oh, right? Yeah, uh, that's the problem with working from home, isn't it, mate? <laughs> just life generally. <laughs> um, I think it was about two p.m. on Tuesday. There was an announcement 
put up by the BTCC. Now we were all wondering what the hell could this be? And then it was announced. And for 2022, BTCC will be partnering with Motorsport Games to bring out, hopefully, a fully fixed up British touring car video game and an eSports series to run alongside that. Now the last British touring car game I remember is probably about Toka 3, which was back on the PlayStation 2. Yeah, but that didn't have touring cars in. That no. Had Clio package. It had Clio's and stuff like that. I think you might have had the Ginettas from memory, yeah. but it didn't have the touring car package. So the last one I remember was Toka 2, which was the Super Tour era yeah. the golden uh, green uh, Renault. Yeah. So Motorsport Games are Premierian esports uh, groups. They've done Le Mans series, uh, 24 hour Le Mans virtual, uh, Race of Champions, NASCAR Pro League, Formula E Pro League. Um, an esports invitation event Ooh, for the rally FIA rally cross. Well. Yep. So they've got you know they've got fairly good pedigree when you look at you know NASCAR Heat is one of their games they put out. They've been big on the NASCAR scene for a while. Um and they are a say have run for a fair few esport events. So having looked at that I wonder if it's going to be a more Assetto motorsport style mm. game well, rather than a Forza. It, it's gonna to have to be a more simulation based game because they want to run the esports series yeah, with that's it. True. It's how we've seen the the F one um, video game move on in since what 2011 when it was re-released it's moved more towards a simulation game now yeah. because they've bought in the esports side of it so it could be a really in-depth proper simulation racer which, which would be, I, I'd love I'd be really into that yeah, yeah. because that's been the only upside of COVID in terms of the, of the racing world is that the rise of esports and the viability mm. of esports I mean you know, fans have been calling out for a BTCC game for oh. donkeys. Well, yeah. since since Soga Two finished, yeah. you know, it was such a good game. Even back then, with the limitations it had, it was a fun game. And of course, there were rumours of this in the off season when Matt Neal had um, a Facebook Live or Instagram Live yeah. interview, um, and he he almost dropped the ball on saying, "Well, there's stuff in the works." Yes, yeah. Dan Carrish has also been very very uh, prominent on Twitter and trying to get this through. Yep. Um, it's just a good idea. It's just, it's yeah. just a, because you, you know, if the gameplay, if the simulator is there, you don't need to update it every year like you do with FIFA. You can keep the, the base no, simulation you can and gradually just release build packs. and build and build on it as well. Yeah, and then you can then release one every five or three years when you improve the simulation package. Yeah, but you can keep this running, and I think it would be very, very popular with alongside an esport league. The, and you can guarantee there'll be a chance to race Ash Sutton, there'll be a chance to race Dan Camish, winner, yeah. winner simulation session with Dan Camish or you know, it, it will happen because a lot of the a lot of the drivers have bought into it. even people who I didn't think would buy into it like Colin Turkson bought into esports whilst yep. and simulation whilst during the off season. Um, so I think that's helped the drivers really got behind this initiative and pushed it. And you can guarantee once this is released hopefully on time in twenty twenty two, there will be a couple of sim rigs at each event. Yeah, that's and a good that point. and that'll be people going in. Maybe you have to pay five pound a time, but to go on a proper sim rig, then you yeah. get the full adrenaline rush of what it's like to drive a British touring car. Well, yeah, because Powermax already have a sim rig in there. Yeah, uh, it, it's not a touring car. But when I went on, I think it was Clio's, was it? When you were? And yeah, actually, Shredded Wheat had one. Shredded well. Wheat have one. Yeah, but not with that full no full immersion, no. just the steering wheel and pedals. But if you could have a full sim rig that possibly moves. Mm then that'll just get more and more people enticed into the game yeah. and you'll make more money from it. Have you forgiven Shredded Wheat yet for taking your time off when it wasn't beaten? Oh. 
robbed you, weren't you? Yeah, I was robbed. I was on the board for a while as well. I got I was surprised <laughs> after, after crashing on the first lap to get on the board. I was pretty happy with, but yeah, you were robbed. Yep. You were robbed. Um, well, I think that's pretty much it for today, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, looking forward to the weekend ahead, even though we will be all armchair viewers. Yep. Um, we'll keep you up to date throughout the weekend. Um, if you're not fortunate enough to be able to watch it live, we'll be putting stuff up on our Instagram and Facebook. Probably website. Yeah, and website. Um, we will have all of the previews up by the time this is released. So yes. you can go and read up on no, all of the teams and all of the drivers. Yes, we will. <laughs> um, and get yourself fully immersed into this very tight scheduled season ahead. I'm just thinking we will probably combine a review and a preview pod next week. Yeah. Uh, because we will not have <laughs> yeah, time no. to record a review <laughs> and a preview pod. So, yeah, we'll probably have to do that, won't we? Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully we'll see some spectators back at Brands Hatch next week, although... The, re- the reasoning given suggests probably not. Yeah, I doubt it. But let's hope we get our money back soon. <laughs> right, we'll see. Right, well, until next week, have a great weekend of motorsport, and we'll speak to you soon. Goodbye. Remember to subscribe, follow, and also share our podcast for more touring car updates. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook by just searching for BTCP, British Touring Car Podcast, and you can also contact us there or on our email at btccpod at gmail.com. 